people first organizations will win in the future of work. Your only real asset is your people. We, we all, all want purpose-driven work. work. HR-led organization is I'm sorry, but leaders don't lead empty desks and empty shop floors. Welcome to the People Strategy Leaders Show. I'm your host, Shri Chalapa, founder and president of Engagedly, and a serial entrepreneur in technology, films, and music. This is where we talk to people leaders, business strategists, and organizational savants about leading in the time of change. What is working, what is not working, and more importantly, what we should be thinking about. Stick around to the end of the show. We will reveal how you can be our next guest. And now, let's engage. Hello and welcome to People Strategy Leaders Podcast. This is Sri Chalapa. Today I'm joined with Hannah Vincent. Hannah Vincent is the Corporate Communications Professional at Nashville-based Ryman Hospitality Properties, a leading lodging and hospitality real estate investment trust that specializes in upscale convention center resorts and country music entertainment experiences. Hannah has built her career at Ryman Hospitality Properties, starting as an entry-level leader at the iconic Grand Ole Opry. From there, she joined the company's human resources department, where she found her passion for cultivating a best-in-class employee experience. In her role as corporate communications professional, Hannah is focused on employee engagement through a four-pronged internal communication strategy with a particular emphasis on employee recognition. Inspired with the passionate leaders across the company, Hannah focuses on increasing employee engagement through open, people-first communications. Well, welcome to the show, Hannah. It's a pleasure to have you. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk a little bit about our internal communication strategy today. So let's talk about um, internal communications specifically. A lot of organizations actually don't even have that function. Um, and why is that important in in your in organizations and specifically in your industry? It's become increasingly important. I think uh, there's more and more we're seeing an expectation that there's open and honest communication from employers to their employees, and so it's something that, especially with us being a growing business, we're seeing a need for a lot of new communications coming out, giving updates and uh, different different ideas to our employees. Uh, and so that's something that we actually didn't have prior to me taking on this role. Uh, we had the internal communications lived within public relations and was kind of a split function. Um, and so I uh, stepped into this role and kind of got to develop an internal communication strategy alongside my leader, the VP of brand communications. Uh, and we were able to build a more robust strategy for our employees. Uh, and we really have seen that it is it helps with engagement, it helps with retention, all of these different things that HR talks about on a daily basis, um, but also helps to you know create that alignment with our vision and strategy. And so our employees know what they're working for and what their role is to play within the organization. So it's specific to your industry in the hospitality, you know, most of your employees are deskless. Um, so I assume because of that, communication can be a challenge, right? Because they're not in front of their computer getting those pings and notifications or emails. Um, so can you talk a little bit about the particular challenge hospitality industry specifically faces in this regard? Um, and then how does an employee communication strategy that you've envisioned and put forth help solve that? Absolutely. Yes. The majority of our employees are deskless. Uh, we we own, you know, the Grand Ole Opry and the Ryman Auditorium, two really iconic venue assets. 
uh, but we also own restaurants uh, with our Old Red brand. Uh, and our newly announced Category 10 brand here in Nashville. And those brands obviously function very differently from, uh, from the Opry and the Ryman and from our corporate office. And so it's learning to communicate in a way that works for each of those different businesses and that resonates with each of them. Uh, the strategy really, I feel like, helps to keep us grounded in in our why. Why are we doing this? Why are we trying to engage our employees? And I always tie that back to our employee promise, which part of our employee promise says that we promise to provide a space where our employees feel valued, respected, and inspired. And so what I really focus on in, in my role and in my strategy for our internal communications is cultivating that inspiration uh, and really giving employees the why, why are we doing this, um, the why behind the what for all of the different changes that, that occur and the different, you know, businesses that come into play, um, why do we do what we do and how you, uh, how you all play a part in that. And, uh, you know, a lot of that is complicated because most of our employees, like you said, aren't getting that, that ping on their email, their you know, out on the floor with with our guests, uh, but because they are guest facing, it's it's even more important that they have the information that they need and that they feel engaged, because they're the first line of defense. They're that first point of contact with with our guests, and so we've had to you know adapt past email and using an employee application or text message or whatever it may be uh, to try to get those messages to our employees in a timely way that makes sense for them. And we're still learning and evolving to find what works the best. So in, in particular, in your implementation, what are some of the key things that really worked well? Like, are there any specific employee communications uh, problems that you're able to solve in, the, in this uh, implementation? Yes, I think the the biggest thing that we've been able to not necessarily solve, but put more emphasis on is employee recognition. So we have really robust employee recognition programs, but uh, not a lot of visibility to uh, to those programs prior to you know the strategy strategies we've been implementing to you know take photos of those employees, put them out on our employee app, which we call Ryman Connect. Uh, and, you know, in our emails, in our weekly emails, just putting more employee focused content, I think has made, made a huge difference, uh, being able to just have that visibility and put a face to each of these brands. We, we are familiar with the brands. We talk about them every single day, but the people that are bringing these brands to life are the people that are working within these venues, within our different assets. And so I think that has been a big part of how I've built this strategy is to have employee focused content, but the recognition specifically uh, has, has made a big difference where, you know, I'll post on our app uh, a picture of an employee that was recognized with what we call our standing ovation award uh, about, you know, 200 of their peers may see the post, uh, you know, 30 odd comments or so, but that's interaction that they wouldn't have had if we just sent it out in an email blast or if we just kept it within the venue and did something with a few close peers and recognize them. We're able to more broadly recognize these employees and let the employees recognize one another as well. Yeah, no, you know, that's a great point because employee recognition is such a important thing, especially in these frontline um, and deskless workers, because they don't necessarily get that uh, more broadly. They might get it from their supervisor for that shift, but nobody else here hurts about it, right? So this is one way to solve for that problem. And then one of my, um, you know, thought process I've had is, you know, if you, especially if you're much bigger and you have locations all over the region or the country, 
you don't know who your best performing people are in those places uh, because it never gets past that location into your corporate headquarters, if you will. And, and you want to be able to know that because there are your future leaders who are sitting in those different roles as well. Absolutely. We are really focused on employee development. Uh, case in point, I, I started uh, as an entry-level leader, as you said in your introduction, uh, and worked my way into our corporate office. And I wouldn't have been able to do that without having some visibility to the leaders that now I work underneath. And so it's important that we create those opportunities for our employees to be recognized and for their faces and their names to be in our publications so that people know who they are. So those those programs, you know, we've we've built onto them and just made sure to to have those opportunities where people can recognize one another. Uh, and our leadership and training department does an excellent job of identifying some of those individuals and putting them into different development programs so that we can continue to grow their career here as a company rather than them leaving to go somewhere else to find that growth and development. We wanna keep people here, keep them engaged. And uh, we are really fortunate to be in a business that a lot of employees are really passionate and excited about. Our, our employees of the Grand Ole Opry, if you go and talk to them before a show, they are some of the biggest fans of the Opry itself. And that's something so special that we want to continue to cultivate. Yeah, I've been to the Grand Ole Opry a few times myself, and I can I can attest that it's a phenomenal place to be there. So much history um, of music and the legends who played there. Um, Absolutely. Now, I do want to step back for a minute. And you, you talk about a four-pronged internal communication strategy. So what are those four prongs and, and why those four? Yeah, so this was something that we developed last year or year before, actually. I keep forgetting we're in 2024, not 2023 anymore. It's gone by so fast. But uh, within this four-pronged strategy, we have uh, four different areas that we focus on to communicate, inspire, engage, and collaborate. So with the idea being that if we don't communicate first, then we can't inspire. Uh, if we inspire, then we can start to engage. And once we engage, we can start to collaborate across departments and across venues. So just kind of building upon those principles. But at the baseline is that open and honest communication uh, and being transparent with our employees and giving them frequent updates when things are changing. Changing, uh, where we can build that baseline of trust. So in before employee communication app, what was the method of communication with these employees and what was the big problem there? So our primary communication method uh, was, was email and it still continues to be a big part of our communication uh, you know, strategy is to send out memos from our senior executives. Uh, it, but but prior to the app, we were using a weekly email and then a monthly newsletter just to kind of give the highlights for the month uh, and really didn't have as much room to play with some of these, uh, these story-based uh, opportunities that we do now where we focus in on a singular employee or a department and we showcase their different functions. It really had to be pretty, pretty broad and high level didn't have the opportunity to drill down as much. And now with the app, we're starting to explore more how we can create individualized content that's meaningful for each of our locations, each of our departments. And that starts with, you know, creating those those connections with employees in those venues and getting that pipeline of content coming in and also starting to give them some admin access so they can post locally for their people and have content that's relevant to them. You know, inside the venues, aside from our emails from our headquarters here at corporate, 
they communicate with each other through different, you know, groups, different apps. They all had their own kind of method that they had adapted to, to make sure their communication uh, worked for their venue. And so this app's giving us more of an opportunity to pull that back in and help to give them a singular channel where they're able to communicate rather than multiple different channels to be yeah. listening to. Yeah. Now, as you're looking forward into the future, um, and maybe even near future, like what are some other innovations or, you know, or, uh, or uh, I should say strategy changes you want to uh, implement? Well, I actually was just discussing this with my leader this morning and uh, was actually something, you know, I was listening to one of your podcasts and uh, was listening to somebody talking about the usage of podcasts uh, and how that's a meaningful tool. And that's something that we are looking to hopefully uh, discuss with our leadership and see if we can implement within the company to just give some more visibility, some more personality to those senior level leaders who are frontline employees and employees throughout the organization don't have as much access to. And how can we how can we use that as a tool uh, for them to share the vision and strategy and share their perspective, their leadership style, uh, and really be able to showcase that for everyone. We do have, uh, you know, all employee update meetings and meetings within just our, our leadership team with the company, but how can we create broader access and more regular access and one-on-one -on -one access to these, uh, to these leaders? Because, you know, for these meetings, most of the time they get a 10, 15 minute time slot to share their thoughts, their updates. Uh, and that's not enough time to really dig deep into some of those other leadership based topics and those vision based topics as well. So um, now you've obviously gone through this now, and if somebody was to start this process at a different organization, um, what were, I guess it's a two-pronged question. What, one was, what were some of the lessons learned that you would have probably, at this, knowing what you know now, would have done differently? And second, a follow-up question is, if you were to advise someone or counsel someone on how to go about implementing an employee communication strategy, what are the things you would ask them to do and steps they should take? Absolutely. I think finding the right tool is obviously a, a big, big part of it to find what works for you. And even with the right tool, you have to know it's it's very much like marketing. You have to know your audience. You have to know who you're speaking to and you have to give them the why. Why do I want to download this app on my phone? Why, uh, why does this matter? I already get emails for those that use email. Uh, and really just getting the buy-in, I think, is one of the biggest challenges and something that, you know, I, I had to work through as we implemented a new application. That's something that's brand new to the whole company, but did find that, you know, through just elaborating on the why and giving people the why was able to get more buy-in uh, and also just having a strategy built before we try to get adoption numbers up, right? We had to know what our end goal was, what what we were achieve, what looking to achieve with this app and being able to sell that and to, to give that information to our senior leaders so that they could trickle down to, to those uh, leaders at each of the venue locations as well. And so they, they have a why. They know that we are looking to engage our employees, that we're looking to move communication to a channel that's easier for them to access when they're on the floor at their, in, you know, at the restaurant or in the venue. Uh, and so that was one of the biggest hurdles, I think, and finding the content that resonates with each of the different venues and each of our different departments, you know, it's not all going to resonate with everybody. And we're never going to probably get 100% adoption on the app because some people are still going to rely 
on their email, but it's trying to find the segment of our audience that we can reach with the app that we may not be reaching with email and what matters to them. So for us, a lot of um, a lot of our content uh, that I've put out is is very focused on recognizing employees so that they can, you know, talk with one another, uh, comment and really engage with one another on the app and making it fun and lighthearted. So it's quick updates, it's very visual. And I think that would be one of my biggest pieces of advice is, uh, you know, in today's world, everybody's on social media, you're scrolling through, your attention span is very short. When we're writing these long memos, uh, people are only going to get a certain part of it before they stop reading or um, just aren't absorbing it. And so it's it's finding a way to communicate in smaller snippets. Uh, and I've used a lot of visuals. I, I use Canva as a regular tool um, to just create visual, um, visual little ads even of hey, this is what's going on this week, or this is this news highlight that we were featured in, you should click here to read more, just to invite people to engage with the content uh, and not just scroll past it. Yeah. So um, it, and in terms of somebody looking at this as their strategy, what are the one or two initial things you would say, do this before you launch something within the organization? Yes, uh, I think... For me, when I first stepped into this role, uh, as I said, this this role was new, and uh, we had a strategy, and we, you know, we've always been really good about communicating to our employees. That's something that brought me and has kept me at this organization as our passion for our employees and the employee experience. Uh, and I think that building this strategy and just having something on paper really helped me to to ground myself in what was important, what I needed to focus on, because. You know, there, there's so many different things I could do within internal communications. You know, could I do more video content? Could I do a podcast? Could I have more photos? Could, you know, feature more employee stories? But I'm one person um, that's creating all these posts. And so it's important for me to focus my attention on what's going to have the most impact with our employees. So having it down on paper and having a set strategy um, helped me to be able to feel confident in the the content that I was putting out and also help to establish trust with my business partners so that they know what my strategy is. Uh, they know what we're, we're looking to really focus in on. Um, and so that way I can use it as a means when I'm talking through when they're wanting, you know, HR is wanting to communicate something out to the organization. I can look back at this and see where it fits in um, and what's going to make the most impact. Yeah. So basically to summarize, you know, come up with a strategy first and an end goal and then work backwards from that before you start jumping in and doing every, everything for everyone type of approach, which yeah. then may not work. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think, you know, for, for me with our strategy, I, I set a goal for how many posts a week we would put in the app and how many memos a week are going out and how many push notifications. So we're not oversaturating over, you know, you can't over communicate necessarily, but you need to reiterate messages a few times, but um, we're not, you know, burning people out or they're not ignoring us because they hear from us too often, you know, finding that, that good balance. Uh, and so that was a part of that plan as well is how many posts are appropriate a week. And so when we get those funnels of, hey, we need to send this memo out, I'd really like to communicate this. We can build that in and know, okay, if we send these two memos this week, maybe that one gets pushed to next week so that it can get the appropriate focus. And so we know how to build a, a channel that is consistent. Yeah. 
Excellent. Well, thanks a lot, Hannah. This has been wonderful. Is there anything you want to leave the audience with in their in when they are looking about their you know going about their employee communications uh, strategy? Yeah, I I would just say for us, you know, we we look at everything through the lens of the operational philosophy called the service profit chain. And so taking care of your employees first leads to customer satisfaction, leads to profitability. And so when you're looking at your internal communications channels, really focusing in on who the people are that are behind these behind your business, uh, highlighting them in a way that's meaningful is going to yield you great results for your organization. And so, uh, you know, if you don't have a set internal communications professional, uh, still finding a way to put special emphasis on that because it does make a huge difference for your employee engagement, uh, your survey results, your employee satisfaction, retention, all of those things. So uh, that's something that I will always recommend. Obviously, uh, it's something I'm passionate about and think is really important. Excellent. Well, thanks, Hannah. It's been a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Appreciate the time. Shri Chalapa here. Thank you so much for listening to the People Strategy Leaders Podcast. If you are a successful leader or a people strategist who would like to be on this program, please visit engagedly.com slash people strategy leaders podcast. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? If you know someone that would be a great guest, Tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag People Strategy Leaders. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Follow me on LinkedIn and Twitter at Sri Chalapa. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. And thank you to Patrick Ramsey, sound engineer at Kalinga Production Studios for recording and mixing this show.